Doom Nation, what's up? We are back once again. It is Skaggs and the Captain, and this is another Doomed Review. And if you've been following us, we've been following the season of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes, sir. Episode five. We are here to review live from Darth Vader's Starship Bridge. Yes. Um, I'm going to jump right into it here. Um, we, all, we both thought that the last episode was pretty horrible. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where we're, we're picking up uh leaving off at and this one starts completely differently um Mm -hmm. this episode starts off with hayden christensen returning for real finally not just in the vader suit but as anakin skywalker dueling obi-wan kenobi and we'll debate what exactly was going on there um hard to tell right yeah what do you think i have my theories um first and foremost i don't think hayden chris uh how do you say Hayden, his last name? Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen is like an ugly guy or like that he's gotten old or anything. But boy, did they do a good job of making it look like it was episode one, two, and three. For a second, I was I had to like step back and be like, is this like him acting or is this a scene from one of the episodes? Um, so I think they did a good job with uh, making him look uh, you know, much younger, like the Padawan that he once was. My theory is the way Obi-Wan is struggling with his past and those flashbacks, Vader or Anakin is still struggling with his flashbacks of the things that Obi-Wan taught him or maybe Obi things that Obi-Wan taught him that like are still true. Like you're the greatest warrior, but you need to prove yourself as your undoing and he still needs to prove himself. Is he is it going to be his undoing? I, I felt, felt like this was F- Vader's flashbacks, and I thought that was very good. Yeah, maybe you're right. I was a bit confused as to whose or what it was, but you're right now that I think of it. Um, I think when they it cut from the scene, the very next scene is Vader right here mm-hmm. on the bridge looking out the window as they're going somewhere. So, yeah, maybe that we're seeing now from his perspective, which he's been in the show and he's been dope like throughout the show, but we haven't got much like – interior wise interior wise of him which i've kind of missed so so that was pretty cool um so you know the it goes on from there and um we continue like basically we're right where we left off um reva put that tracker on uh that little toy of leia's and it's yeah and it's leading them straight to the bunker where um you know they have kind of taken up this planet i forgot what the name of the planet is uh they're kind of hanging out there and i guess you could say these People are like the beginning of the Rebel Alliance, maybe. They're trying to allude to something like that, like this is the embers Mm -hmm. of it or something, and they're kind of getting some guidance, seems, from Obi-Wan. It was decent, you know. Um, I don't know. What did you think from the the early on here before we get into the meat and potatoes? Yeah, I'm not wildly impressed with this episode. Hopefully some, you know, something you'll say will spark, you know, some inspiration we got one episode left you know this is the second to last episode and ah man i feel like we're gonna cram a lot into next week's you know mm-hmm. hopefully hour long i hope next week's episode's two hours long maybe i mean i, I do feel like you're right there's a lot which we said in the last one there's a lot to go and this one did keep the plot yeah. moving along quickly though however didn't waste much time it did but well i you know shout out disney for being woke having two cyst white males kill off the strong female leads over here um yeah so but, i mean uh, good i 
I don't know. It's a good story, but I don't see how we're going to finish this from where we are right now in one more episode. Shout out. You called uh, Reva having uh, ulterior motives, which was fantastic. So, I mean, there was good and there was bad to this episode. Definitely. Definitely. So, so yeah, we pick up and uh, right away, obviously they know where Obi-Wan is going uh, and they essentially pull right up on the planet. Uh, Again, we're wasting no time. I did think, the attack force they sent to go get Obi-Wan and the rebel was like small for like a Darth yeah. Vader commanded attack force. Yeah, I was who he's rolling them, with. Yeah. I was expecting like the entire fleet, you know, millions of stormtroopers surrounding mm-hmm. the place. Um, my, sorry to cut you off. My, my little nitpick of that whole scene was like, they were in the bunker and they're like, all right, we'll be able to hold them off. And like, even Reva was like, well, we're going to, you know, they could outweigh us and all that stuff. And like they broke in with using a lightsaber. They had these huge like laser plasma cannons that were doing nothing. They had a couple of hundred stormtroopers who still miraculously one of the worst shots in the world. <laughs> and she opens the door with the flick of her wrist, you know, and her lightsaber cut the lock right off. Boom, we're in. But we, I mean, we've seen throughout all of Star Wars that lightsabers are like the most powerful thing. They can yeah. almost cut through anything. So it, it would have made more sense had she just gone there right from the bat and cut yeah. through the thing. But that wouldn't have that would have not allowed the uh, character progression to, to occur where it's revealed that, yes, I was correct. I thought that there was some sort of ulterior motive going on with uh, Reva Witt and, and that she was the Padawan from the opening scene, which she was. Mm-hmm. And I was correct that I felt like the whole thing was a ploy just to get to Vader's side so she could then strike her revenge for, for everything he did. We saw a little bit more of the flashback from the uh, the Jedi Temple and, and uh, yep. Anakin massacring the younglings. That's a new scene. Again, they got Hayden Christensen in there uh, to film that, so that was pretty cool. I figured that's probably something they would have done. Yeah. Um, it's weird, man. I mean, if you ever remember back to the Mandalorian, spoiler warning, Grogu or it was uh, Boba Fett, Grogu was there as well. We learned yes. from uh, from that. So you kind of see two young. You're seeing the perspective of two younglings who survived uh, mm-hmm. the massacre at the Jedi Temple, and you see how it can lead you. What occurred could lead you down the path of the dark side. Yeah. So this is separate now. But it's also here. two vastly different periods in time. Well, One's before what we're watching now is before a new hope and Grogu and the Mandalorian is after return of the Jedi. Yes, correct. But what yeah. I'm saying is they were both there. Grogu was yeah. there at the same time. Revo was there. So you're seeing how that can, that event could lead a character down to the path of the dark side through the, the path mm-hmm. of revenge and hate. So I think we should keep that maybe in mind going forward for Grogu yeah. as he becomes older and becomes more of a character in the future. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, if that has some sort of... Well, he chose to be a Mandalorian, right? Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm just saying, yeah. let's keep that in mind. Right? There's a little kernel of something that could be there f- from this story. Right. Um, I, you know, so this battle occurs. I felt like they just kind of gave Princess Leia like a, a task to do to get her out of the way. She didn't serve much. Pro- Go pick the lock, you know, like, all right. <laughs> she was there yeah. the whole time. Cross the wires. Yeah, like she was there the whole time. So I felt like they just had to kind of get her out of the way. Um. I really did like the the scene between uh, Reva and Obi-Wan at the door. Yes. Um, And how it plays into the flashbacks. Yeah, of course it does. Um, I also think it's been made, we kind of referenced in the last one, it's kind of been made a big deal about Moses Ingram's acting and and all this racism and all this stuff. I felt like her acting was much better 
in this episode, uh, especially mm-hmm. at the door. I feel like maybe she was meant to be cast as a good guy. And maybe her, her skill set is not necessarily suited to be a Sith Lord right. evildoer. Because when she was conflicted, I felt like it was pretty well done. And it was very believable, like her going back and forth with Obi-Wan at the door. But then when she gets back into like cartoon character villain mode, I, I just don't feel it. Right. So I don't know. Maybe she should have been more of a good guy. Cast maybe her most English would have been cast as a as a regular Jedi or a good guy instead of yeah. Sith Lord or her skill set. I don't know. Uh, what do you, you think about that? Well, I mean, she's a double agent technically, so that's you know also you know she is a technically she's not a good guy, but uh you know there's definitely the light inside of her. Um, I thought that exchange was very well done, uh, but like you knew right away where where it was leading, um, and it plays into how Obi-Wan still knows Anakin and Anakin still knows Obi-Wan where, you know, Vader even says it, Obi-Wan was wise to use you. And they, he said it to, uh, no, who said it? Reva, I think said, isn't he going to see this coming? And Oh, Anakin learned Anakin knew that Obi-Wan was going to use her and she, you know, she played herself, basically. She she attacked him, and he knew it was coming. So he did learn from... It's interesting how it all ties in to yeah, each other. It, it's interesting because as this is all going on, we are getting continuing to go back to the flashbacks of the two of them dueling yeah. and teaching each other. So I think they're trying to draw a parallel between, like, the present day, them kind yep. of chess playing a chess game against each other, and then also, like, juxtaposing it against them in the past having their duel and like learning and teaching. So I feel yeah. like they were trying to spin the two together. I thought it was interesting. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Or maybe, you know, the, the, uh, the fact that it's Vader seeing like searching through his memories, right. Yeah. Trying to learn. So, so definitely there was that aspect of it. Um, I thought a really good scene in this was Tarla, right. Tarla, her sacrifice. Um, yes. It was pretty sad, dude. She, you know, went down. Fighting, I, it took me off the couch. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the robot, you know, like going in front of her to protect her. That robot was like, they, they, they tried to humanize some of the droids over time. I think it was well done. I, I, like yeah. the robot dying and protecting her, like touched me for some reason. Yeah. Um, I thought when I saw that, I thought like maybe the robot was going to fall on her and she would have survived underneath him. But then she whipped out the grenade. Cause I, the whole time I was like, if they just had grenades, they'd really do some damage. Yeah. And uh, that one little bomb <laughs> did a ton of damage. I just, it still irks me. I, you know, it's an old school Star Wars thing, but here comes the stormtroopers marching head on into this gun battle and they're not murder. If if a death squad of 250 people were outside your house and they blew the doors open and marched in and you're stuck in a hallway, they're going to shoot you. They're going to turn you into Swiss cheese. But here they are, falling yeah. left <laughs> shooting, and right, shooting man. at the ceiling. Yeah, Instead, <laughs> Just, yeah, it drives me nuts, man. It's part of Star Wars. It I know it been. is. It, it always it, will be. And I'm always going to complain about yeah. it, man. It's just it's insane. So, a little up, shootout, just I get you know. it. Yeah, I get it. But that's it, how the resistance wins, man. That's yeah, you know. because they're better shots, I guess you could say than yeah. the stormtroopers are. To wrap up the droids storyline, I I thought it also was it, it was like touching to me in a way because. I think it was episode two, three, 
or three, right? Where the stormtroopers were like, oh, it's just a stupid droid. He can't think. Yeah. He has no emotions or whatever it was. And no, he did at the time. And now yeah. you're really seeing, no, he really did. There's more yeah, to droids. Said he can feel. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So obviously he did. He, he tried to protect her because he had some sort of emotional feeling. I caught that. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Um, so, you know, Obi-Wan decides he's going to essentially try and draw Anakin in and lay a trap for him using Reva. Brilliant play on Obi-Wan's part. Yeah. You were mentioning before I saw Anakin kind of, or Vader saw through it all. I thought this next scene was dope, where Vader comes in, he's walking through the hallways, and then he gets to, I, I had a feeling something like this was going to happen. He gets to the ship, the ship's leaving, and now you see Vader's like full power yeah. on display. Yes. He easily just, what stops a beast the, scene. just easily stops the ship brings it back down to the ground and you see like the rage anger of him ripping the, yes. the ship apart. That was dope. It kind of reminded me a little bit of the, the force uh, or maybe it was a rise of Skywalker. I believe something similar to that happened where someone stopped a ship from, from well, in the empire strike backs when Yoda is trying to teach Luke Skywalker, the X-wing got sucked into the swamp and he was trying to have Luke lift the X-Wing out, and Yoda was able to do it. So, I mean, his, his father... stopping a ship yeah. leaving, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to be super I mean, powerful. But then also, Kylo like Ren, I, the first scene you see Kylo Ren, he stops a blaster in its tracks. Remember, the, just a laser yeah. beam was sitting there. So there, there's a lot of power within the Force for these within, guys. Within the dark side, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I mean, I thought that was dope. And then we have... Yeah, I think that go. was the coolest scene of the entire episode. Probably, probably. That's why I'm to... a little disheartened about like where the story's going because that was like the one cool thing that I got to see this episode. I, I understand. Then we have the confrontation where Reva sneaks up on uh, Vader, and mm-hmm. you know this is it. She she confronts him and tries to uh, you know fight him. Uh, I, I enjoyed their duel because Vader never yes. took out his own lightsaber. He just you know, pushed her aside basically with the force easily, even kind of toyed with her, giving her, you know, he split her lightsaber thing in two. He kept one. He gave her one, yeah. gave her another chance. She couldn't really do much. Um, I thought the the shot of him holding two lightsabers, I was like, whoa, is he about to just go, you know, like, I thought he was going to just, yeah, me too. I thought so too. Scissor her right in half. Yeah. He, he decapitated her or something. Or I thought, well, I think just, that's, isn't that how, Anakin killed uh, Count Dooku. Yes, I believe, I believe. So, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so- that's what we were going to get out of him. What did you think about the fight? I thought the fight was pretty cool. Honestly, the fight was good. Um, I was. I can't believe though that like it happened already. Like, because you you had mentioned this, and I didn't see this coming until like the end of the series, like the last episode. Um, I thought it was good. It was definitely badass. She didn't stand much much of a chance. Um, I, I had a question for you. So when she said, when Obi-Wan said, you can't do this alone, when they're on opposite sides of the wall, he said, you can't do this alone. She said, you'd be surprised at what I could do alone. She lied to him saying she hid within the bodies because clearly Anakin stabbed her as a youngling because she had the flashback when she was getting stabbed this time with the lightsaber. And with that, Doom Nation, we'll be right back after a few messages. What's up, everyone? It's the two Doom men, 
and we're here to tell you about a partner of ours, the Patriot Cigar Company. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with the idea of incorporating the love of cigars with the love for freedom and America. There is no better way to celebrate our love for our country and freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium cigar. After months of trying out different blends and working with master blenders, they created the Hellfire, TNT, Sidewinder, Moab, and Mark 48, which we have right here. Each cigar is made with premium tobacco, aged a minimum of three years in Nicaragua. You know, this is a true story. I had really fallen off smoking cigars for a while, and I just couldn't find anything that I enjoyed or wanted to sit through until I was introduced to the Patriot Cigar Company, and these are honestly some of the best cigars I've smoked in a long time. And the best part about it is you could go to MyPatriotCigars.com and use our promo code DOOMED to get 15% off your order. So if you're ready to enjoy a nice cigar, head on over to their website by using the link in our episode description below. Interesting. I didn't so catch she, that. Yeah, so she survived alone on her own in, um, in the school, the Jedi school, whatever it was called, the temple. So I'm wondering if she's going to survive this because she also found uh, Obi-Wan's yeah, so, little cell phone so let that me, that I idiot want... like dropped behind, saw yes. he dropped it and just kept running. So I want to make a point real quick. I, I forgot to mention before because it's going to play into that uh, a little bit before this when Obi-Wan was kind of like running through the hallways and just got there. He had uh, turned on this like hologram communicator thing. and It was Bail Organa uh, saying, you know, I haven't heard from you in a long time. I'm not yeah. sure what to do. Um, you know, like if I don't hear from you, essentially, I'm going to go to Tatooine and, and, you know, has he essentially asking him, like, have you, has he found out about the children? If I don't mm -hmm. hear back from you, I'm going to go to Tatooine and help Owen. Um, yeah, so, so Bail Organa is essentially saying, I'm going to go to Tatooine and take over stewarding over, over Luke. Mm -hmm. Um, and now let's go to, to the point you're, you're mentioning, right. Where, you know, Vader is victorious, um, which I thought was, Obviously, Vader was going to win, right? Yeah. I had a feeling also we had not seen the last of, of the Grand Inquisitor. Okay, yeah, explain yeah. that because I thought, didn't he die? Like, what the hell? Yeah, so so I remember back when he got stabbed. Uh, yeah, I was confused because I thought they had breached a continuity uh, error, right? Because I haven't watched it, but I'm familiar with and I talked to a couple people who have like the Rebels series and some of the mm -hmm. other animated stuff. And he's in there, that exact character. And that takes place after this. So okay. I had a feeling I'm like, all right, he can't just be one by that quickly done. Also, he's a really right. badass character. So he's back. Uh, seems like he was working together with Vader this whole time, you know, trying to to play Reva. Um, I mean, they really treat Reva like shit, honestly. It shows yeah. you a little bit more. She's the third sister, man. Yeah, Low the, man on the totem pole. Back to the gutters or whatever he said, yeah. you know, she, you know. I don't think she's going to die. Same exact yeah, thing that happened to him I. now kind of happened to her. Yeah. If, he, if the Grand Inquisitor survived, she'll probably survive. Uh, I think that will factor into the last episode. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Uh, yes, I definitely think it will factor into the last episode. And we might get something like a hybrid of like what you said, maybe on like the first or second episode of uh, instead of Vader and Obi-Wan teaming up to fight Reva, it might be like Obi-Wan and Reva teaming up to fight the Grand Inquisitor and Vader, you know, maybe. like a two on two. Yeah, you know, maybe. Uh, I could see something like that. Um, Reva is the only one that has the information outside of Obi-Wan about 
Tatooine. Vader right. doesn't have that information. So what is she going to do with that? That's going to be interesting. So, yeah. uh, it, it, but I, so- I really, I don't, I don't have the, I don't think she's going to die. I don't. And on top of what I said before, she's already lived through this once. Yeah, I really don't think she's going to die either. So now before at the beginning of this, you said you felt like there's too much left to happen in the last episode. Yeah, I feel like a lot has occurred now in this. You had the confrontation between Reva and Vader. We've gotten that out of the way. And I feel like the finale is set up. I don't know what's going to happen. It's hard to predict what's going to happen because there's a lot of like wild cards and moving pieces here. We know that Vader never knew that uh, Obi-Wan and Luke were on Tatooine. Right. Mm-hmm. It seems like they're going to go back there now. Um, it seems like Reva is going to go there because she's, she's now found out about it. You also have Bail Organa is going to seem to be going there. So you seem everything mm-hmm. seems to be pointing towards Tatooine, some sort of climax occurring in the sands there. I don't I don't see how it's going to involve Vader at all. So right. I, I'm really confused and I, I kind of like that. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I really don't. My, my theory, I'll say, is I think. Reva now knowing that there is a son on Tatooine, she's going to go there and uh, attempt to kidnap him to use him as another, like if she survives, obviously, as bait, use him as bait or another ploy to try and get close to Vader. Maybe, you know, like I would, I'm going to tell him that this is his son, something like that, and use it again. And that will then bring Obi Wan to go back to his original role, which was to look after, you know, to watch out over Luke Skywalker. And he will face down uh, once and for all Reva. Yeah. Something along the lines of that, maybe, and mix Bail Organa in there somewhere. I I see where you're going with this, but for continuity, I don't think Vader ever knew that Luke or anyone was ever on Tatooine. So it's going to be right. So it would it wouldn't make sense for Vader to pop up there. No, I don't think so. so, Which is why I'm confused as to what role he's going to play in the end here. Yeah, because the last scene was Luke uh, sleeping in bed. Right. So we're obviously going to have him in the mix somehow. It's going to be interesting. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Where, this is why I want like more than just six episodes. You know? Yeah. I get so it. much more could happen in next week's episode, man. It could be. It could be if they try yeah. and stretch it for a season two, they leave it open to interpretation with one yeah. of the two angles. The story's going. Maybe they leave the Reva angle open. Right. With Luke Skywalker. And they just mm-hmm. finish off here with Vader and Obi-Wan. I mean, they're going to have to have another face off, I would think, Obi-Wan yeah. and Vader before yeah. this show is over. Um, and I would think that Reva and Obi-Wan also have to have a, a, a showdown before the show is over, too. So I really don't know. Yeah. Hard to predict. I, I'm really. And not sure at all. man, we've been talking about Qui-Gon Jinn's Force Ghost every yeah. week. I don't see where it's going to get settled, you know, set in there now. Um, maybe it might not happen at all. Maybe we were way off. But, you know, it seems like Obi-Wan is getting stronger. You know, when the door opened, he, you know, he force pushed her all the way to the back of the line. So he is gaining his strength back. I don't Maybe he will pop up in the moment he needs the most or something, you know, maybe I, I do think he will. I don't think they would have alluded to it in the, uh, yeah, the and very beginning anything. of the show when they showed the flashbacks to the movies and they highlighted that conversation. They also yeah. did show Obi-Wan like trying to, you know, like communicate with Qui-Gon Jinn. So I, I, I don't I really don't think they would have just did that for no reason unless yeah. they really tried to make it that much of a red herring. That'd kind of be dumb. Maybe he'll be in a, in a post credit scene. Keep that in mind. Maybe who knows? So, yeah, I don't know. It, it's shaping up. For we haven't gotten any post credit scenes yet, right? No, no, yeah. it's not really a Star Wars thing. It's more of an art yeah. thing. But I have watched towards the end just to make sure 
Yeah, I always um, fast forward. Yeah, so I don't know. In my opinion, it's shaping up for a pretty good last episode. Yeah, uh, I'm curious as to what's going to happen. It, it's hard to predict. But I like that though. I like that they're kind of keeping you on your toes as what's going to happen. I can't just sit here and be like, yeah, this is definitely what's going to happen, and it's going to yeah. be predictable. I don't think it'll be predictable. It's going to happen. I don't know. Yeah. Any other thoughts before we rate I, it? Uh, I agree with you. Yeah, let's rate it. So you want to go first? Yeah, I think I'm going to give it a 6.2. It was pretty good. I liked it, honestly. It was a tremendous rebound from the terrible episode mm -hmm. uh, that was before it. Uh, it wasn't perfect, obviously. Um, there were a couple things I thought were kind of weird. Uh, the the low amount of like forces that Vader sent to after this, I don't know. Seemed like I, you know, it distracted me. Like, all right, okay, like they're on a set and they need yeah. to like have a certain amount of people, and so they just kind of did it that way to make COVID it restrictions. Really, maybe I don't know. <laughs> uh, it, it, I, it wasn't perfect, but it was. Good. I think I think the answer to that might be that this is personal for Vader. So it's if he shows up with this grand army. Obi-Wan could like fall in like the mix of things and like Vader needs Obi-Wan to fall at his hands. Yeah, that is true. That you know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah. Um, so I'm not too far off from you. I'm giving it a six. There was good action. Um, there was good callbacks. I enjoyed watching uh, Vader having his own flashbacks and learning, still learning and remembering what Obi-Wan taught him. Uh, and definitely the fight was a good fight between Reva and Vader. Nice little twist with the Grand Inquisitor coming back. So I'm going to give it a six. Right. And, you know, and there's just the huge question mark of what's going to happen next week. Who knows? Maybe Chewbacca is going to show up and just start, <laughs> you know, ripping yeah. heads off and taking names, you know. Could be anything. We will be yeah. here to review it. I'm looking forward to it, honestly. I feel like they're going to knock it out of the park for the ending. I just have a feeling. That I think they're going to do good. Um, I hope. I, I always want more. I'm selfish. So I would like to see a season two. I'm not going to lie. You know, I'd so. like to see a season two, but I don't need one if they capped us off the right way. I'll be correct. Yeah. Um, I just I don't want any like unanswered cliff cliffhangers. You know what I mean? Like we know, you know, a new hope eventually happens. We know uh, Rogue One happens. A new hope happens. Like, don't give us give us a cliffhanger that will lead us into season two. Don't give us like the ending of the Sopranos, you know, where it just yeah. goes black. Yeah, you know? I agree. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll be here to review it. Yeah. All right. Sign us out. All right. Doom Nation. I hope you guys enjoyed another doomed review. I hope you guys have been enjoying the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. We will be back next week to review the final episode. May the force be with you.